Welcome to Hike a Day. I'm Graham. I'm your host. In the last episode, I asked the question, what does it look like to slow down for you? And what does that mean for you? Is that a good thing? Is it a challenging thing? Is it a welcome reprieve? And the answers I got back were beautiful and different. And I'm excited for you to hear them. Mostly because I'm excited for you to meet some of my friends. This is my friend Doyle. So we just rode our bikes to the bank of the Rio Grande River, about half a mile from where we were camping in our RV. We drove down here because of the coronavirus and because our wedding started canceling. <laughs> we're wedding videographers and our, our work, a lot like Graham's, is dependent upon uh, people gathering in places. And they're not doing that right now. We came down here in our RV to slow down, and that's kind of the whole purpose. For me, slowing down means being outside and taking things in without processing them too much. Because my brain is always processing things, thinking of new businesses or new ideas or whatever. So sometimes it's nice to just sit and watch something with no opinion of it. While I say that's like my favorite thing to do, it's also one of the things that gives me the most anxiety and I have like an internal conflict with it because my natural state is to always be moving forward, thinking of new things and doing new things. I feel happiest when I slow down and stop doing that, but there's also a side of me that's like, I need to be doing something all the time. Being in the RV has been a great lesson in being present. I think during like this time, normally I'm always like on my computer or doing something, which I've still been on my computer, but like we have less access to internet and the internet's slower and there's a lot of reasons to not be on a computer. So for us to like get outside and see this really cool bird and the water flowing, it just makes me feel more connected and thoughtful about how we're all doing the same thing, maybe even feeling the same ways while we do it. I am Erin. I live in an RV with Doyle and our dog, Louie. And right now we are in a town called Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. I think I have a lot of thoughts about slowing down, but one that comes to mind currently is that I love that we chose a location that I think more often than not, unless maybe you're a little older and you are truly trying to slow down, I don't know that people come to Truth or Consequences to, like, for a full-on vacation. I don't, even in the past when we've kind of stopped through here, it's been for a night or two. I like that Truth or Consequences doesn't have 
a list of the top 10 things to do. I mean, I'm sure there are, but they're a little like, you know, it's not like this glorious hike or this fabulous view. It's gorgeous and beautiful in its own right. But I like that you kind of have to ride your bike around town and stumble across Rotary Park in order to just stare at the nearby mountains. Um, I don't know, I like having the time and the pace to be able to do things like that and not feel so go, go, go. As terrible as what the world is going through right now is, I think one of the effects that it's had that I'm not minding so much is that I haven't had to like leap in to the busyness of summer and what it means to be a wedding vendor during the summer yet. I'm really excited about it still, um, especially it being our first year of business, but I have enjoyed the time this forced time to kind of slow down and realize that there are other things that we could be doing and appreciating in this moment and with one another. Like I've talked to more friends than I have in a while. I've like reached out to my family members more than I have in a while. And I like that Doyle and I have been trying to go out and do things that usually when we're working, we're, you know, we tell ourselves we're too busy to do, which is go on a bike ride or read several chapters of a book, which I did yesterday. So I guess I'm kind of rambling now. That's my two cents. I mentioned Marco in the last episode. He composed all the music for this show, but he's also my ski buddy, and he had this to say about his favorite way to slow down. Well, my favorite thing to do... And the best way that I slow down is by getting in my car and driving to the mountains, getting on my skis, and then going down the mountain as fast as you can. Uh, For me, that is a slowing down from work, from my busy life, from my jobs. And it's a time to relax, listen to metal or music really loud. Uh, and just get away, get in the mountains, get into nature. I love being in the sunshine. I love being on the snow, going down the mountain. It's just super fun. It engages me fully and brings me a lot of happiness. It's probably my favorite thing to do. Me too, dude. Looking forward to those ski resorts opening back up. Maybe next season we'll get out there together. This comes from Sean, who offered some perspective on mindset. About a week or two ago, I read an article that was talking about how in order for a person to have an optimistic outlook, a positive outlook, I don't know if it was about life or about themselves in general, but it said that they need to have 20 positive things happen for every one negative thing. And I looked through it. And the first thing that I thought was, how are you determining what is positive versus negative? How are you measuring that? Because the exact same thing could happen to a hundred different people, and some of them will be indifferent, some of them will think it's good, some will think it's bad, some will think it's great. So, I mean, for, for myself, I've definitely had things happen that you know, people would say are terrible. 
And I have been able to turn those things into positive things for myself, if nothing else, as learning tools or even as a benchmark where if I'm going through something challenging or what somebody would consider negative, I can project myself back into that and think, wow, this situation is so much better than that, which then makes me thankful for having gone through that because it makes everything else easier. So in terms of what does slowing down look like, I I guess to answer the is it good or bad, I mean, I guess slowing down, it just, it depends on what it is that you want for yourself. I mean, what does your normal everyday life look like? What does your work look like? Are, Are you accomplishing things that you view as important? For you, your family, uh, impactful, you know, whatever it is that your goals are, um, and are are you making strides towards that when you're going at whatever speed it is that you're going at? Um, and then would slowing down take away from that? In which case, that could be uh, that could be a bad thing. It could be a good thing if you, you know, if you're not that into what you spend your time on. Thank you for reaching out, sharing your new project with me. And thank you for asking for me to participate. Thanks for your answer, Sean. My buddy Will had this to say. You know, I think there's something about slowing down where it's always, um, it's always the thing I'm chasing after. The idea of a vacation, the idea of not having to go into work, the idea of not packing lunches for the kids, to just have a little bit of time to myself to slow down. It becomes like this elusive dream, this thing that I want. And now to find myself at a time where in some ways forced into it, it's different to say the least, but it, um, it's revealing. I think one of the reasons I, when I think about what does it mean to slow down, I think I, the question I ask is, um, why was I running so fast? Why was I moving at the pace I was? What, what was I moving from? And to slow down means to encounter that thing that maybe I was running from. I was afraid of. I didn't want to face and to so to slow down does potentially offer rest and presence, but for me there's there's an invitation into a reckoning of that which is happening within me, that which I believe maybe I was afraid of. To slow down means to look and spend time with it face to face, and wonder what is it. Why is it pushing me and our society at such the pace that we go? This is my friend Adam. You said something along the lines of, generally people are saying, we're going to wait till the dust settles and then we'll start thinking about the future again. I thought about that phrase, like then we'll start thinking about the future again and how it feels like a loss of the future and how that is really hard and feels true to a lot of the anxiety that I'm experiencing, just unknown about what is coming. 
And I, I wonder if that's part of what you're talking about, with the gift of this, this current moment, that it is kind of pushing back on our speed of life, on our perpetual looking way out into the future and waiting for and longing for what's coming, which is okay, I guess. That, that idea of this loss of a future is kind of what's stuck in my mind. And I'm realizing that that is what is forcing me into now. I might be able to anticipate what tomorrow will be like, um, but not a whole lot beyond then. Certainly not what it will be like in a few months from now, where my mind has typically been. I think one of the things that slowing down looks like for my life right now is to try to actually pay attention to all the things that I'm experiencing, to pay attention to what's going on inside of me and try to name the anxiety, the grief, the frustration, the sadness, uh, the curiosity, and and just let those things be what they are and actually kind of welcome them as insight into my inner world. So I'm kind of in the middle of that these days, trying to be kind to myself as I go through the cycle of emotions. My hope is that as I process what's going on in me and continually do that, that it will take less time for me to get to some sense of balance in those places so that I can devote more of my attention and energy to what's right around me and uh, and move outside of myself a little bit. I've I've noticed the same pull on the world around me that if slowing down means paying attention to what's going on inside of me, it also is looking like, you know, in this beautiful spring days, paying attention to what's going on in the world right around me. Uh, My wife and I take a garden tour many days. We just walk through and see what's starting to break ground in our garden and notice any new flowers. uh, I think there's an invitation there as well with slowing down. There's a relationship between slowing down and noticing and wondering. And I, I'm curious to just hear more about like what slowing down, what it looks like, but also maybe to spend some time thinking about like what does it do to us uh, over time? I've always resisted kind of the, the up and to the right mentality, the always more and better and faster mentality. And um, it seems like there's an opportunity for us to practice another way right now. And I'm curious to see what it does both to us individually and to us as a society. My lovely wife, Ashley, had a few thoughts on slowing down. What does it mean to slow down in this time of global crisis and stillness and unknowing? Um, I think that what I had hoped it would mean was having extra time to connect with my children and my husband and read books and watch movies, play board games maybe work on my skincare regimen. And that is not what it feels like today. Um, Going into week two of this, what it has ended up feeling like more often than not is a crippling sense of lack of control and a lot of anxiety and mostly just sitting in my feelings. And my feelings are not 
super happy right now. So it's been really, really hard, um, coupled with the isolation that is inherent in all of this and the fact that everyone in my house is kind of going through it together and it's so new. It's just been a trying time. And it leads me to wonder why. Why does the illusion of control offer so much emotional stability, right? Because it kind of is an illusion, even on a normal day, in a normal time. Is it just the predictability that we crave or that I crave? And I'm not super sure. I am working it out. And I guess the good news is that I currently have plenty of time to try and work it out. So I'll let you know what I decide. But for now, that is what the stillness means to me. And this is my friend, Chris. Uh, You asked a question about slowing down and is this a good thing or a bad thing? You know, man, I mean, it is definitely a good thing for me. There's a cartoon, a really old cartoon. I think it's called Doggone Tired. There's this dog and they keep going on this hunt to chase the rabbit and, uh, and like the, the, the hunter is, has, you know, playing this day and like amped it up for the dog and they're going to go hunting after the rabbit tomorrow and the rabbit finds out about it. Right. And the rabbit sneaks into the dog's house at night and keeps waking him up, waking him up and waking him up over and over and over again. And every time the rabbit wakes him up, the dog chases the rabbit and then the, it doesn't find the rabbit. And the dog goes back to sleep. And eventually when it comes time to actually go hunting for the rabbit the hunter wakes up the dog the dog gets all excited and starts running out the door and then falls asleep and then has to go back to bed and the hunter comes back and gets him like hey come on let's go get this rabbit and the dog starts running 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 really fast and then goes and walks right back to bed (laughs) and the rabbit wins right because the dog is too tired to go hunt that day and like that's kind of how life feels for me right now like i'm i'm running and running and running and uh like yeah okay i'm just gonna get up and do stuff and then it's like oh wow it's uh man there's a lot of stuff going on there's like not a lot of motivation so like i'm kind of feeling this tug between slowing down and not and like actually pushing forward and um and trying to balance that so that's where i am right now like i know it's a good time and I'm, i'm doing a lot of things that you do during a slow time you know reevaluating everything um and I think it's going to be good for us, but I know that uh, there's a lot of other people who feel like I do who are business owners who are trying to push forward during this time. So it's, uh, it's interesting. It is interesting. Thanks for your response, Chris. This one comes from my friend, Brian. I've been thinking about this a lot the past several days. I guess when, you know, some of the initial news was starting to come out, I was definitely feeling some anxiety, like most of us were. And now that the days have continued to go on, and I'm I'm still as concerned about the news as ever. I'm worried about uh, my mom, who, you know, is, 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 is older. I'm worried about uh, my my wife's parents who we love deeply and who are, you know, up there in years, I'm worried about a lot of people unnecessarily uh, falling ill and, uh, and maybe, you know, maybe dying from this, 
from this new virus. So I'm, I'm worried about all of those things. What I've been thinking about and kind of processing is that at the exact same time, counterbalanced against that, is that I have not felt this rested and this calm in a couple of years. And I'm trying to um, figure out why that is. A lot of it does have to do with how empty our schedule is all of a sudden. We've got three kids and there's always something going on. Um, and And it's almost always a good thing that's going on, activities and experiences and friends and and so on. But every now and then I have felt like it just gets to be a little too much. And I don't think that there's any real practical way to clear your calendar and participate in in the things of of life. And so this, this... period of time where there has been nothing on my calendar has been really restful. I wouldn't say life-giving, although it has given me, you know, life uh, because I've been able to calm down, been able to take some time, just slow down and focus on just a handful of things. And so I think, so what slowing down for me has meant is giving me a chance to focus on just a couple of things that really matter to me. Not being pulled, you know, in a hundred different directions. And so thanks for your podcast and thanks for stirring up these thoughts and giving me a place to share them. Can't wait to hear the next one. Thanks to everyone that sent a response to the last episode. It was really meaningful for me to be able to listen to everyone's perspective. It gave me hope and challenged me to think about things in new ways and just overall gave me a sense that that we're in this together, that we are all experiencing whatever this is and that we're all going to get through it together. I would tie some fancy bow on this episode, but uh, my friend Will beat me to the punch when he sent some poetry that he had written in reflecting on this question. So I'm going to let him tie the fancy bow on this episode, if that's okay. If you want to get in touch, if you have a question that you want me to ask, or poetry that you've written that you'd like to share or a reflection on one of the questions that we ask on this show, you can email us at hello at haikuday.show. Or better yet, you can leave us an audio message by going to haikuday.show. That's H-A-I-K-U day dot show. And simply hitting the record button. I look forward to hearing from you. And let's do this again soon. this feels like this is the time to create um whether we're think we're good at what we're creating or not making more meals i'm hoping to learn how to play a song on a guitar do my woodblock art whatever 
but just create something and put it in the world. Um, so in response to your question, I wrote down a couple of lines. I don't know if I would call it a poem yet that when I think about slow down, these were the images I had to slow down, to halt, to cease, to Sabbath. I talk of you as a dream only to find your nightmare. In you, I find all I have been running from. The frantic move of the herd, yet unaware of its predator. But when we cease, we are caught. And I wonder, what do the eyes of my beast look like? For it is in the wrestling that Jacob got his name and his limp. <laughs>